0: another story time for you. In case you have no idea what I'm talking about, a few weeks ago, I released a bonus podcast where I read a story. Just a little bedtime story. I had had some requests to do so, which amused me, so I recorded one, and it was really well received. I was very shocked by that. I'm glad so many of you liked it, and honestly, I really enjoyed it too. So, I have decided that I'll release a bedtime story for you every month or so. And since it is the first of the month today, here is a story that I didn't discover until I had my own children, and I love this one. It was written by James Harriet, who was a veterinarian in Yorkshire, England, about 75 years ago. He has a collection of stories of things that actually happened in his own practice. So enjoy this one. Oscar, Cat. ABOUT TOWN I looked at the stray cat, which a kind little girl had brought to my examining room. He was very pretty, with stripes of auburn, gold, and gray, but he looked terribly thin and ill. The little girl said that nobody knew where the cat had come from, so she left him with me. With my wife Helen by my side, I examined him thoroughly, and found that he was suffering from starvation. But the strange thing was that he purred loudly all the time. He's so weak that he can hardly stand, but he's purring, I said. You can see that he's a good-natured cat. For a few days, Helen gave him beef broth and milk to make him strong, and when he walked into the kitchen to eat some of Sam's dinner of meat and biscuits, we knew that he was well again. We shall call him Oscar, Helen said. You mean you want to keep him? Yes, he's a lovely, friendly cat, and he's so pretty, and since we don't know who owns him, he must stay with us, and he and Sam seem to get along so well. Oscar purred his approval, and his big purr became a part of our lives. Oscar had been with us for several weeks when I came home and found Helen looking very worried. "'It's Oscar. He's gone,' she said. "'What do you mean? I think he's run away.' I became worried, too, because I knew he had run away from somewhere before we found him, and it made me sad to think that we might be going to lose our cat after we had grown so fond of him." In the darkness, Helen and I searched all over the garden and the lane behind the house. Then, although it had begun to rain heavily, we began to explore the streets and side alleys of the little town of Darrowby. After two hours, we could not find him, and Helen had tears in her eyes. "'I think we'd better go home, Jim,' she said. "'He's gone. I know he has.' On our way home, we passed a brightly lit window of the Women's Institute Hall. I stopped suddenly." I think I can see Oscar in there, I cried. We both peered in through the window, and to our delight we could see our cat among the ladies. We ran inside. There was a hat-making competition in progress. Various ladies were lined up wearing some very original and pretty hats. Oscar was walking along the judge, listening to her comments, and examining each hat as though he himself were an expert. Sometimes he jumped up in the air to have a closer look. When we were able to reach Oscar, he was delighted to see us, and he purred and rubbed around our legs. One of the ladies said that he had been there for the whole evening and had seemed to enjoy himself thoroughly. It was lovely to have him back, but one afternoon, a week later, he disappeared again. Helen and I looked everywhere, and again we were just giving up hope when we heard two women speaking as they came out of Derby's town hall. Did you see that funny cat in there? One of them said, laughing. I've never seen one like him. Helen and I looked at each other, then hurried into the hall where a rummage was taking place, and there was Oscar, right in the thick of things. He was stepping daintily along the display tables, inspecting the old shoes, books, pictures, ornaments, crockery, and he looked really happy. Now and then, he cocked his head on one side when something caught his fancy. Once more, it was clear that he was enjoying every moment, and we didn't want to disturb him, but the sale was soon over, and he greeted us with joy." When he went missing again on the following Saturday, we weren't so worried because we knew he would be at some gathering. Darabee School is playing wickery school at soccer today, Helen said. We rushed around to the soccer field, and as we expected, Oscar was there among the spectators, running along the line, following the ball, jumping up and down at the cheering. We let him enjoy himself for a while before bringing him home, and then we had a chat by the fireside. Now we know, said Helen. I nodded. Yes, when he disappears, he isn't running away at all. He's just visiting. He likes getting around, and he loves people, especially in groups. And he's interested in what they do. He's a natural mixer. Helen looked down at our cat. Of course, that's it. He's a socialite. Exactly. A high stepper. A swinger. A cat about town. We both laughed, not only because it was a funny idea, but because we were relieved that Oscar wasn't going to run away after all. Oscar seemed to be laughing too as he looked up at us, adding his loud throbbing purr to the merriment. We were all happy and everything seemed to be perfect, but a few days later we received an unexpected blow. I was finishing my office hours, and I looked around the door of the waiting room and saw only a man and two little red-headed boys. Helen came in and began to tidy the magazines on the table. The man had the rough, weathered face of a farmer, and he twirled a cloth cap nervously in his hands. "'Mr. Harriet,' he said, "'my name is Sep Gibbons, and I think you've got my cat.' "'What makes you think that?' I asked in surprise. "'Well, when we moved from Darabee to Wickley, the cat went missing. We thought he might be trying to find his way back to his old home. We hunted everywhere, but we couldn't find him. My boys were broken-hearted. They loved that cat.' "'But why do you think we've got him?' "'Well, my boys were playing soccer here last week, "'and they were sure they spotted him watching the game. "'He always liked to be with people, "'go to meetings and social events, "'so I just had to come and find out.' "'This cat you lost,' I asked. "'What did he look like?' "'Sort of a tabby, but with gingery stripes. "'He was very handsome.' "'My heart thumped. "'That sounded very much like Oscar. "'I could see that Helen was worried, too. "'Just a moment,' she said. Oscar's in the kitchen. I'll bring him through. When she returned with the cat in her arms, the little boys called out, Tiger! Oh, Tiger! Tiger! That's our cat, all right, said Mr. Gibbons. And doesn't he look well? The boys called him Tiger because of his gingery stripes. He looked at the two boys flopped happily on the floor as Oscar, purring loudly with delight, rolled around them. The boys used to play with him like that for hours. They cried a lot when we lost him. "'Well, Mr. Gibbons,' said Helen with a catch in her voice, "'you better take him. "'He was your cat first, and you searched for him so hard, "'and I can see that the boys love him. "'Well, that's very kind of you. "'Please come and see him whenever you'd like. "'Wickley is only twenty miles away.' "'And he picked up Oscar and left. "'We missed Oscar terribly, "'but we knew we had done the right thing. "'He really belonged to the Gibbons family "'who loved him and would be kind to him.' "'One afternoon we were out shopping in the nearby town, and I looked at my watch. "'It's only five o'clock. Why don't we go and see Oscar at Wickley? It's not far from here.' "'The Gibbons Cottage was at the far end of Wickley Village, and when Mrs. Gibbons opened the door to us, she didn't know who we were, but when she heard the name Harriet, she was delighted to see us. "'Come in and have a cup of tea,' she said. We went inside and were greeted by Sepp and the boys.' As Mrs. Gibbons busied herself with the kettle, we looked eagerly around the room for Oscar, and within a few moments he trotted in. He took one look at Helen and then jumped onto her lap and rubbed his face against her hand. He knows me! He knows me! Helen cried in delight. Yes, said Sepp. You were so kind to him, he'll never forget you, and we won't either. I tickled the cat's cheek as he lay curled happily on Helen's lap. However, after about a half an hour, he gave her a final rub and purr and then jumped down and trotted from the room into the back garden. Mrs. Gibbons laughed. He still goes visiting. Let's see, it's Thursday, isn't it? That's when he goes to the brass band practice in the village hall. It's just next door and he slips through a hole in the hedge. Oh, let's go and see him, Helen said. Well, we'll pop around there when we finished our tea, said Mrs. Gibbons. In the village hall, we all stood in a row and watched Oscar moving among the band players, jumping in delight at each boom from the drum, creeping close to the slide of the trombone, which seemed to fascinate him. "'There's Oscar,' I said. "'There's Tiger,' said one of the boys, and we all laughed. "'It doesn't matter what we call him,' said Sep. "'He belongs to all of us now.'" Did you like that one? I hope it was a nice way to spend a break or free time— or a nice way to end your day. I will see you again on Tuesday with another awesome podcast to inspire and teach and give you some peace of mind. So until then, good night, sleep tight, everything is just right.